with your host, as always, Christina Garcia, your spiritual life coach, sound healing, and Reiki practitioner, and your ultimate hype girl. Yes. <laughs> always got to come in here and hype myself up. You know what I mean? What kind of hype girl would I be if I'm not hyping myself up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so today's a solo dolo episode, and I thought that I would get into... Something that doesn't change. What am I speaking of? Because everything changes. You're probably like, Christina, everything changes. What are you talking about? Nothing. What's what's something that doesn't change? All right. Five universal laws that do not change. According to Chiron, he is a channeler that I follow and that I love and adore. And... I was listening to one of his channeling sessions and he goes deep into the five laws and I'm going to tell you what they are. We're going to break them down and then I'm going to give you five steps to release what doesn't belong to you in relation to those laws. So five laws. The first law is this. You exist. (laughs) That's it. You exist. There is no, there is nothing that is inevitable about understanding that you exist. And that in itself is such a gift. And so many of us take that for granted, not understanding the magnitude. And to be alive is to mean you are a gift. And every day that you wake up, that doesn't change. It doesn't change. The soul is a non-tangible, weightless thing (laughs) that many of us can't describe. Look, I even have problems, trouble describing it, right? But you exist. The second law is everything is here is now. Everything is here is now. Meaning, nothing else matters. Y'all, we are so busy in our minds, living in the past, predicting the future, trying to be in the future, that we miss out on the one thing that matters, which is right now. Yes, there's such things as astral projecting. There's such things as seeing into the future. But notice how none of those serve you in the moment that you're in right now. Time is a trickster. (laughs) It's something that was created by man to create organization within its societies. But when you understand that nothing else matters except for what is happening in your current moment now, you harness a power within yourself that is much bigger, that is a magnitude that many of us just can't even wrap our minds around. 
ever notice that when you're really in the flow of something, you're in a flow of something that matters, something that you're passionate about, and you're in like pure creation mode? Because by the way, you are a powerful co-creator, right? You were put here to exist and create. Your soul was placed in this physical realm, in this physical body, so that you can demonstrate the power of being human. And what comes with being human is being present in this moment. And when we are too focused on things outside of ourselves in the current timeline that we're in, we find ourselves depressed because we're living in a past that we can't change or we're busy in the future racking up our anxiety, trying to figure out like what's going to happen, what's going to happen, I need to know, I need to know, right? And that in itself, like the, the, the purpose of needing to know, that's ego, y'all. That's ego. That's how ego creates safety is when you go into this space of having to figure something out that you have no control over. And it gets tricky when you talk about manifestation in this way because you have control over what you think and what you think is what you create and what you create is who you be, right? Or in other words, how you be, then you do, and then you have, right? A lot of us think that we have to do to have, then we get to be, but it's like, no, 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 no. You start living in the right now. You start being focused on what's occurring in your current timeline. And then you get to reap the benefits of the joy and the juiciness that is entailed as a co-creator. So everything is here and now. The third law is the one is the all and the all is the one. (laughs) Let me repeat that again. The one is the all and the all is the one. Meaning we are not separated. We are connected to every life force, living and non-living thing on this planet because we are all energy. Wrap that around your mind. One of the reasons why I separated myself from religion is because there's a separation that is created between you understanding how God is an entity outside of yourself. Now, none of us know that for a fact. None of us have ever truly met that God was a person. However, we've experienced it on different areas. And this is just me talking from my perspective, okay? Me, personally, I've experienced God on so many different levels in the way that I breathe in the air, in the way that I'm able to see, the way I feel sun on my skin, the way that I feel grass beneath my toes, the way I see flowers blooming from a ground, right? These are all the ways in which I interpret God. But I know that I'm connected to all these things because everything is energy. You think that matter, matter is made up of everything. It's electrons, it's neutrons, it's protons. That's what science says. And science has proven that. But what can't be understood is the magnitude in which it was created. And so it goes down to this idea of the one is all and the all is one, meaning we're all divinely interconnected. And when you start to play around with the idea that you are separated 
you are separated from this divineness, then you start to play into ego. Then you start to have these moments where you get tripped up on yourself. And then you create resistance because you think that you have to invite something external or meet some external need or fulfill a specific desire before you feel connected to something bigger than you. When you don't even realize that the bigger than you is you. Am I making sense here? The one is the all and the all is the one. You are not separated. And when you start to connect with yourself on such a deep level, you start to understand the vastness in which you are and that the more you know, you think you know, the more you don't know. Because then you realize that as you grow more in knowing about the universe, the less you actually know. But being okay with that is part of understanding the greatness that exists within you, outside of you, and around you. Mm, Juicy. So juicy. Okay, the fourth law. What you put out is what you put back. What you put out is what you put back. Okay, let's, let's just like put this into an example of like love, right? You are love. You've heard that very many different planes, lots of different spiritual practices and religions talk about you are love. So if you are love, then there is nothing else that exists except that. If you put that out, it's who you be. When we operate from a place of who we be, that's how we act and that's what we exude. So let's look at it at a different, in a different light, in a less positive light. So let's say that you're just annoyed with life, okay? And I'm, y'all, the reason why I'm I'm, I'm gonna tell you this is because I know this. From the depths of my soul, okay, through all my journey of healing, when it comes to being annoyed and irritated, this is a prime example of how I'm not spending enough time with myself. And so when I'm not spending enough time with myself and I'm feeling annoyed and irritable, it freaking shows up on everything and everyone around me. Because what I am is what I'm putting out. So it starts with who you be. Who you be and how you see the world is a reflection of what is emanating from within. Let that sit. When we start blaming people around us for how we feel... That's us not being in our power of who we be, right? It's you victimizing yourself and in turn, letting that bleed onto everything around you. Not realizing that why that's happening is because it's being reflected from within. So what you put out is what you put back. 
This is why so many spiritual practices and gurus and leaders before our time and theorists have come down to the idea that everything is love or the lack of. And if you are not in love with yourself, then that's not what you're going to put out, right? So the next law is everything changes except laws. (laughs) So then it boils down to this. You've probably heard this saying before, and it's that everything changes. Change is constant. If there's one thing you can bank on is that change occurs all the time. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing. I mean, look at the the days and the way the weather shifts and the way our emotions fluctuate and our lovers that come in and out of our lives and the jobs that we create and the passions we have and the way our creation of life ebbs and flows, right? Like everything is constantly changing. Except those other four laws. (laughs) that I had explained before this because it is a fact that you exist. Your soul exists. Your body exists. And I guess death is finite. That is one thing that we all come to conclusion of. So that's something that we can add to the list, I guess. So maybe there are six laws, not five. I think about this out loud. Two, everything is here now. Three, the one is the all and the all is the one, meaning we're not separated. And four, what you put out is what you put back. You are a pure reflection of self. And five, again, everything changes. I think when it comes to change, when we accept that concept We are then open to the possibilities of everything while also being unattached or not attached to anything. Those are the wise words of Wayne Dyer. I can't even take, can't even take credit for that one, (laughs) but it's true. When we are able to accept that change happens, that change is constant then you can't be surprised when things shift. You can't be shocked when things don't go the way you expected it. And that's another thing. It's like when we expect things to happen, oh, we're sure to be failed every time. Because it's in the expectation that we limit ourselves to what's actually possible. And when we open ourselves up to possibility, we open ourselves up to removing expectation and living from a place of every day is a miracle. Everything we encounter is a miracle. And who doesn't want to live in that realm of life? Now, I'm telling you all this as if I live that every day, because let me just tell you, I do not. (laughs) I do not live in that power every day. Is that my goal? Absolutely. But am I human? 
hell to the fuck yes i'm human and because of that it's through the experiences that i have and i understand that even when i'm hard on myself even when i am not in alignment with these laws and understanding it i can bring myself back but it's taken some time and it's still something that i get to work through so what's landing with you here what is landing with you here? What, what ones of these five laws don't resonate with you or that you don't, you don't understand or triggered you? Oof, mm, there's that word, triggered. <laughs> Something triggers you, let that be an invitation for curiosity. Because if you don't understand it, it doesn't mean you have to adopt what I'm saying doesn't mean that you have to believe what I believe. No, 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 no. See, spirituality is all about formulating your own theories based on your experience and your own awakening. It's so individualized. But these laws are things that most of us can't argue with. And if they are arguing with it, that need to be right is ego. Because I don't need to be right. I'm sharing with you what I discovered in my own journey and quite frankly i don't really care if you agree with me or not because it's not about being right for me it's about sharing ideas and concepts and different discoveries so that we can create conversations around what we're discovering because we get to demonstrate emotional and human and divine intelligence and the more we allow ourselves to be in the space that we're in, the more that we allow ourselves to really explore what those things mean to ourselves, the more we know who we are on a deeper level. You guys know that I'm all about self-discovery. That's the journey that I love to emphasize. And on that self-discovery journey that I practice in my own life and that I help guide and support others on on their journeys is our way to self-mastery. You come you become a self-master of self. <laughs> that sounds so silly. You become a self-master of self when you spend time with you. And so many of us are so distracted. We're so distracted, y'all. We're so distracted. Thinking that everything we need comes from outside of us. You know you guys have a friend that needs a coach for everything. <laughs> I mean, in the coaching world, it's, it's really relevant. But it's like, I need a therapist for this. And I need a, a fitness coach for this. And I need a vocal coach because I need to speak my truth. And I need this coach for that. I mean, like there's literally a coach for everything. And I'm not talking shit about coaches. Clearly I'm a coach myself. However, it's always a red flag when someone feels as though they can't figure something out on their own because they're not willing to sit with themselves. And that's why the self-discovery journey is so important. That's why just coming down to these basic laws is important to analyze from a non-judgmental point of view, from a place of being open to what is possible, being open 
to how you can shift. Oh, y'all, I'm burping. <laughs> I'm burping. And uh, in the spiritual world, when you burp, release gas, sneeze, yawn, it's like energy moving out of you. Anyways, I don't know if that's TMI, but now you know. Uh, so anyways, whenever I yawn, sneeze, cough, all that, it's like always me inviting the movement of energy and release, release around me. All right, so we went over the five laws. Told you a little bit about self-discovery and self-mastery. You'll probably hear me talk about it multiple times because it's really my bread and butter. It's my bread and butter, baby. It is where my soul focus and my mission is, is, is to show others that they have the capacity and the power to heal themselves by being present with themselves, being okay with being in silence with self, you know? So with that being said, let's move into the five steps to release what doesn't belong to you. Uh, passing through the eye of the needle with joy. And I, I bring up these five steps because in order to really encompass these laws, I think you really get to recognize what is it in these laws that I'm resistant to. And usually it has to do with things that we're holding on to that prevents us from creating joy. So number one, I wrote this down. Even though up to this point, from many different sources, you may have experienced people, forgiveness is key. Do not wait for apologies to come to you. Let go of what needs to and have permission to move on with your life. Y'all, forgiveness. So many of us, again, are waiting for that external thing to match up with what we need in order to meet and expectations we have on ourselves like oh I, when i fall in love then then i'll be happy oh when i finally get that apology then i can move on but see it starts with yourself how can you give yourself permission and forgiveness first because once you do that everything else will fall into place so forgive yourself first that's another step. Forgive yourself first. Putting yourself in a position that has allowed you to experience the discordance is a blessing. It's a blessing. And you're probably like, Christina, seriously, you're, t- you're telling me that the trauma that I go through is a fucking blessing? Girl, you're telling me that getting raped, you're telling me that divorce of my parents, you're telling me that being molested, you're telling me that getting in this accident and almost losing my life, you're telling me that getting cancer, all these tragedies is a blessing? Yes, that is what I'm saying. Because the discordance is an opportunity for you to shift and remember when I was talking about one of the laws, what you put out is what you put, what you get back. What you put out is what you get back. Many times we don't realize that the reason why discordances and things are happening in chaos is because we're unaligned with ourselves. 
And usually there's some type of suppression going on here, some type of forgiveness that needs to happen in order for us to move forward. Number three, begin to allow yourself to truly no longer inform yourself from your past. May you learn from the past, but not wallow in it. May you be excited for the future, but not live so far in it that you lose the now. Right? That's the second law. Everything is here is now. When we take away from the moment and we get too caught up living in our past selves, we just repeat the cycles. We repeat the cycles. When we're unaware that we're doing that, guys, I did that for 37 years of my life. Well, I'm turning 37 this year. But one of my go-tos is desperation in a relationship, always looking for love. My parents divorced when I was 10, split up my brothers and sisters at the same time. Two went to the Philippines, two stayed here in America, and eventually all of them ended up in the Philippines with my biological dad and I stayed here in America. And in that, I was always searching for love, belonging. And I did it in all the wrong ways. (laughs) All the wrong ways in which I now understand is and was my opportunity to grow. But I would live in this narrative that I wasn't enough and not capable of being loved because my parents left me, my brothers and sisters left me, and I I operated from this like victimized mindset. And I was wallowing in it without knowing that I was because I never really faced the fact that what I went through was traumatic, that it broke my heart. And I just kind of kept going through life thinking that this is the way it's supposed to be because this is the cards I was dealt. But I never really dealt and mourned and grieved with the breakup of my family. And so I was always searching for love outside of me, creating these, these um, relationships where I was a people pleaser, thinking that my joy was found when I was making other people happy, and we know that doesn't last. And then because of my innate... Uh, my innate way of feeling like I didn't want to disappoint people because of my people-pleasing. In relationships, when things didn't work out for me, I would cheat. I would cheat. I would try to maintain whatever relationship I was in so that I didn't have to deal with disappointing the other person. So I didn't have to feel the heartache of being a failure, of failing someone. And it sounds so bizarre and twisted because you're like, bitch, it sounds like you're just trying to make excuses. But for real, it's a thing. You know, when you're so freaking scared, when you're in such fear to disappoint other people, you really will go to any lengths to avoid it, even if it means hurting yourself and others in the process, which, which is what I did for many times. And so I lived in this narrative of my past 
of not being enough, not being worthy of love, searching for it everywhere outside of myself, repeating these cycles because I was living from a past self. I was letting that past self define the infinite, beautiful being that I truly am. So yeah, no longer live from a place where you're informed by your past self. That's a step. Step four. <laughs> Begin to inform yourself from your future self. It is calling you. Visualize it. Feel it. Think as that the future self from a linear space and time and perspective is anchored into your present moment now. See, when you can tap into that future self without living too far and it having to know exactly how that plan is going to work out, you're like harnessing premeditatively what you have already created. And that's the power of knowing that everything here is now. That's the power of knowing that you are not separated. The one is all and the all is one. Is this making sense to you? Journal, write things down as I'm talking. If it's, if, if it's being, if it's like sparking something for you, you know? Because when you live from the now, but in a way that you are not forcing something to happen, where you're not forcing your future to have a specific outcome. It's like, you know, when you think about becoming a millionaire, right? A lot of us dream of it. Maybe not all of us want that, but many of us dream what it would be like. But how can you harness and like tap into the feeling of it? What does it feel like to be in luxury? What does it feel like to have a million dollars in your bank account? And in that instant, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I don't even have to have it tangibly in my actual bank account to know what it would feel like. And that is the living of joy in the current self without getting too far into details of how it's going to happen that you then start to bring and call it in. Another way to release what doesn't belong to you by passing through the eye of the needle with joy is allowing yourself to be present in the present time more and more in the most expressive way, be the purest form of you, living in the now, binding in the vibration of your mind and spirit. Allowance. Allowance is key. Allowance is key. How are you allowing life to unfold for you? How are you viewing that the things that are happening are happening for you, not to you? Happening to you is a victimized standpoint, right? No, we get to remove that idea that we're moving towards... being expressive without shame, without guilt. We're moving towards 
the present. Everything is here, is now. And I don't know if any of this made sense to you, but this is purely me just going off of pure channel of what's coming in and downloading as I read to you different bullet points that I wanted to share. The more that we let go of these things that don't serve us, so allowance, forgiveness, not living in the past, operating from future self in the present without being attached to the outcome or needing to know how. It's all part of ways that we get to pass with the eye of the needle with joy. With joy. And so with all that being said, I just want to invite you to get curious with your life. And maybe these laws don't resonate with you. Maybe you have opposing views. I'd love to know them. I would love to know them. So you know where to find me. You can find me on Instagram at lifecoach underscore yesgirlthrive. You can email me at yesgirlthrive at gmail.com. Y'all, I'm very easy to find. I don't hide and I definitely do not shy away from being vulnerable. If you know anything about me, that is a pure fact. And I'm always open to discussions. And that's really how we grow in this, in this lifetime when we allow ourselves to be in compassionate discussion about opposing views or maybe views that align. But it's in those discussions that we allow ourselves to storytell and be in these concepts of life that we grow and that we fine tune our own intuition, our own thoughts, our own minds. And that's really all this is, is just, you know, I created this platform so that I can not only share moments and space and time with other individuals who are passionate about specific things in their life because it's in the storytelling that things come up for us that help us remember whether it's about your lifetime now or maybe a past life that comes up and thought, you know, like, how, why does this connect with me? I don't remember experiencing this in my life. Or maybe it's something you blocked off or anything. That's what this is for. And so I welcome different opinions. I welcome whatever it is that you have on your heart that you feel like you want to express because of different topics and different stories that are told on on this podcast. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you loved this episode, let me know because I want us to continue to create these things for you. If you want me to go deeper into one or all the laws, let me know. Whatever it is, just let your girl know your feedback is important. It's because of your feedback that I get to continue to tailor and make this exactly what you are looking for. And so if you have not already, subscribe to the podcast, like, follow, share, 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 share. It's because of your resonance with what is said on these podcasts and you sharing it with somebody else that it continues to grow, evolve, and 
more people can be moved by it. And that's really what it's about. It's how can we continue to entice self-healing by having these conversations and listening to one another. So thank you again. Ah, I know I just can't stop being grateful. I'm literally holding my heart because it really just fills me up with so much joy to know that there are some of you out there that like hearing what I have to say because it resonates with you again. Now I'm just repeating myself, so I'm just going to go ahead and cut myself off here. Okay, so as always, be great, vibe high, and until next time, bye.